Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Then now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. You're Second right. time always works with Trey. Always. That's interesting. I'm on a, he's on a different line than what I'm used to. So, that was the cause for the delay. Um, Trey, happy hunting, as it turned out. Now, I think there were only, what, two commitments over the weekend, an offensive lineman and a kicker from Hawaii. But Arkansas continues, at least you have the feeling they're continuing to fill their needs, and they are on, uh, I don't know if they are the lead for Tennessee transfer Addison Nichols. He's another offensive lineman, but it sure seems like Arkansas is headed at least in the right direction. You kind of feel like the right direction uh, in the uh, on uh, regards to the offensive line. Really nice get. Number seven, I think, offensive tackle prospect in the in the transfer portal, Matt Shipley, a kicker from Hawaii. We weren't sure initially if he was going to be on scholarship, but obviously you, know, you bring in a, a guy that was starting somewhere else. And, um, you know, Arkansas obviously had a need for a field goal kicker. They've got Blake Ford and, you know, Vito Calvaruso, but this guy's proven. So uh, two needed additions. That gives them a couple of tackles right now. Uh, and Keyshawn Blackstock also. So, um, yeah, uh, you'd obviously love for them to, you know, fill up and fill up and, you know, get going, but it is – a bit of a marathon with the transfer portal. And, you know, a lot of people are looking at what other schools have, Missouri and, and Ole Miss and, you know, what they're bringing in and stuff. But it's it's a long road, um, you know, with this cycle. And this is generally has been more of a guys leaving time period. You know, I don't, I don't remember it like being so much like this as far as so many commitments quite at this stage, um, you know, out of the transfer portal. But it's um, – I guess that's what's happening now. Uh, you know, I don't. You don't really ever know what to fully expect. I guess with the transfer portal, but there's some big fish still out there that Arkansas is waiting on. There's another window coming up. We have hit the dead period uh, as of today, so no more visitation face to face until I believe January third. I think is the next time uh, it opens up, and there'll be uh, a lot more activity at that time as well. You mentioned multiple decisions. One area I know. Rick's favorite school that he wants to get transfers from is Georgia. Yeah. What is the status concerning the linebacker position, Trey? Yeah, I think um, Xavier Sori, I think we probably could see him maybe waiting a little bit. I don't know that that's a good sign for Arkansas since they just had him on campus, but uh, all indications are things still look, you know, pretty good there. So, uh, we'll just wait and see how it plays out. I know a lot of people like, um, you know, panic when Arkansas doesn't get a guy here and there. But the truth is sometimes that, you know, maybe they don't want a guy as, quite as much as you think, or maybe they want a guy but aren't willing to fight a battle that's going on with them. You know, in terms of, um, in terms of NIL money and stuff. Sometimes, uh, you know, I think there's a a bit of a misunderstanding about what Arkansas has. In the trans, you know, in, in NIL money, Arkansas is actually 
very competitive when it comes to NIL. They were last year too, despite you know a narrative that uh, they were just falling way behind. Like they're they're pretty well up there, and you know I would point to just certain players. Like what do you think? What do you think a guy like Landon Jackson costs to keep him from going to the NFL or entering the transfer portal? Or what do you think Dwight McLaughlin costs last year? What do you think? Jalen Braxton's worth or Luke has is worth or, you know, some of the, some of the other players getting Trajan Jeffcoat in last year, bringing Jaheim Thomas in last year, um, you know, being at the table with some of the guys that they're at the table with right now. So, you know, Arkansas is actually more competitive than a lot of people think, but nobody really, to my knowledge, is dealing with a bottomless pit. And some guys, you know, may have more value at other schools and, and, Arkansas just kind of has to choose to or not to fight the, the battles. Um, you know, I was talking with Danny earlier today, and, you know, I think that's also true that, you know, the four and eight record that Arkansas had is going to impact them. You know, it's, it just is. Money speaks very loud, but, you know, people look at that. And, you know, I think Arkansas did a good job of, you know, the Bobby Petrino hire certainly changed the narrative a little bit in this offseason. It would have been extremely toxic no matter what happened mm-hmm. uh had that not happened but you got to keep the momentum going and this is the time to do it with with landing some big transfers and there's plenty of names still out there there's a few guys that have decided to go elsewhere and arkansas has gotten some but um you know we'll see how things you know i wouldn't i wouldn't jump to grade this class before arkansas's sitting at 85 and there's still players that are on this roster that need to go I mean, they're, I've got them at 83 scholarship players right now. 85 is the maximum, and that's not enough room for what they need. So when does that 85 become, I guess you can say, applicable? Is it when school starts in January? Is that when the 85 number becomes real? I would say it becomes real when – I would say you can't have over 85. At any you know, point. When, yeah, when school starts in January – there doesn't need to be 85 people on scholarship and you know, or more than 85 on scholarship in January. Right. You know, when you, then when you get to August, there doesn't need to be more than 85. So never more than 85, no matter what happens. Uh, And just, you know, a guy that, you know, is committed to Arkansas who, you know, has signed or, or hasn't signed. And, you know, until he enrolls, you know, his scholarship doesn't go into effect. So again, you're saying eighty three summer. Then yeah, you're saying right now at eighty three, then Arkansas could add five, six, seven, whatever it may be, but it has to clean itself up or correct itself before school starts. Right, Arkansas can be at Arkansas can be at ninety. You know. Okay. Yeah. It's just when they it's just when they enroll. My number that I'm accounting for eighty three is the number based on if nothing else were to change, everybody who's committed signs, everybody who has eligibility and hasn't said anything else comes back, and players who said they come back are coming back. When August hits, that's my number. It's based on 2024 when the season starts. I meant to Not ask, this very moment. I meant to ask you on one in particular from the offensive line, Brady Latham, has he made it known that he's returning? He is not. I've heard whispers that he will uh, maybe try his hand in the NFL um, and try to get drafted, but nothing has been made official on that. And he right now is one of the but 83. I'm, I'm ex- that's, what I'm, that's what I'm thinking he's going to do. Yeah, right now he's counting as the 83. Until they say otherwise, I'm counting him. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line, 
This from the 870. Trey, I listened to a podcast this past week, and they were talking about favoritism. Was there favoritism this past year on the football team? Favoritism. Boy, I hope so. I mean, you got to treat everybody <laughs> the best players. right? Yeah, play the best yeah. players. I hope so. You know, I hear narratives like that, like somebody plays because the coach likes and they don't like that guy. So that's just a bunch of – it's yeah. so ridiculous. This is not junior high football. This is people's jobs on the line. Somebody's not going to play somebody just because they like them a little better. Now, they may have guys that have attitude issues and need to sit and be disciplined and stuff, and that's just part of college football. But the idea that a coach would play somebody and sit a guy who's a stud – uh, because he doesn't like him as much is just ridiculous. And if that's happening, then um, the whole staff, anybody involved with that, should be fired immediately. I can't believe a head coach would let that happen unless the head coach is directing it to happen. But still, you're right. Well, yeah, yeah, and why would you? I mean, yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're going to win. Chopping block. You got to win. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. It's, this is just stuff that people come up with at the coffee shop, and, you know, there's no football game to talk about, so we talk about these kind of things. <laughs> All right. With all kinds of conspiracies. Let's talk with uh, Justin. Justin, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Hey, guys. I absolutely have a question for Trey. Um, Morell White opened his commitment from Ole Miss. He was previously committed to to the Hogs before flipping. Do you have any idea what what that might mean? And I'll take the answer off the air. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that that makes any movement for Arkansas or, or not, to be honest, at this point. Um, yeah, I don't know if that makes any movement. I, he's, so he's – I mean, last I saw, he was, like, committed to Ole Miss still. So he's opened it up. Or he's still he committed was, to Ole Miss he was exploring options. He, he, he said he was he reopened his commit, you know. And, yeah, we know how that works. We have to see guys that re – Open their at Arkansas, and that doesn't mean they're not necessarily going, but they're probably looking at other schools too. Yeah. So maybe he's still listed he as a commitment to Ole Miss on his profile. Just look it up. So, but maybe yeah, maybe exploring the idea, looking around some. Who knows? All right, Trey. This from um, our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. This says, "Ask Trey how our football program is compared." To Ole Miss on paper. Well, I mean, Ole Miss has won 10 games two of the last three years and won eight in between that. And Arkansas is won nine and four and then uh, uh, seven and six and four and eight. So not too good. <laughs> uh, Ole Miss has won two of the last three. They split, I guess, overall, right? Two and two overall in the head-to-head. But, I mean, I don't think there's any question. Ole Miss has, um, you know, done much better than Arkansas has the last, the last couple of years. I, I will say, at the same time, um, you know, Pittman took over a bigger challenge than Lane Kiffin. But, you know, even throwing that out the window, Kiffin has done a better job at Ole Miss than, than Arkansas, uh, than Pittman has done at Arkansas so far. And they are – I, I don't know who would dispute that. And I think, Trey, they are racking up right now in the transfer portal, yeah. ball appearances. 
Kiffin has always been, Kiffin is kind of like Musselman in, in a way in terms of being ahead of the curve in the transfer portal. He was taking a ton of guys out of there. You know, last year Arkansas took a ton. The year before that, Ole Miss was the first school that I remember that just like, wow, that's a ton of transfers. And it's it's benefited them. They did it the same thing last year, and they're doing it this year, and they've got some some big-name additions. There's no question. I mean, what they're doing in the transfer, now their recruiting class is pretty, you know, pretty on a par with what Arkansas is, the high school recruiting class. But what they've done in the transfer portal is – uh, definitely impressive. It's not. It's not just like because Ole Miss has all this money, but they're also attractive. Lane Kiffin has made that school attractive. All right, I've got multiple questions from the eight seven zero by way of our Southern Structural Solutions bus text line. Asked Trey if he thinks Arch Manning will leave Texas, and what and would he consider Arkansas and would take him. Well, I don't know that he – I mean, Arkansas wasn't in the mix for him, you know. Uh, I don't think that he'll leave Texas, no. I mean, what, Quinn Ears is going to be there for another year maybe? Yes. Yeah. Um, from what I understand, Arch has a pretty impressive NIL deal with Texas. I think he's just going to be next in line. Three. I, I, wouldn't expect, I wouldn't expect that. Three million is what the talk is. All right, Texas recruiting is in the top 10 or top five. It's not only NIL or transfer portal. And with Texas and Oklahoma and the SEC soon, Arkansas is going to be in trouble, not to mention A&M getting hurt by them joining the SEC. Arkansas is going to be in trouble suddenly? Well, I guess the fact that – How bad is it going to get? Yeah, that Texas (laughs) is about to enter into the SEC. Are Are we going to be able to play football games still? I, mean, what's, I think they're going to let Arkansas play, yeah. Yeah. If this has been the last 10 years and then now Texas and Oklahoma join is going to be some real trouble, then <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, guys. Yeah, just send me the money. That's all. Don't worry about everything else. Just send me the money. Uh, let's see. This from Drew in Little Rock. He says, um, we all know he is looking for another 700 for a year. We're not going to pay that. Ask Trey if he'd like to say that it's 100% a mistake talking about KJ. Not paying? Right. Um, I don't. I, I kind of think it's time just to reshuffle the deck a little bit when it comes to that. Um, I just, I think it's, I think, I don't think it's the worst idea um, to kind of start over in a, in a way there. Um, KJ was making more than that, first of all. Secondly, um, you know, they just didn't get great play out of him last year. Now, who knows how things might have turned out if Kendall Browse was still here. I still think they would have had real struggles on the offensive line, but maybe they would have built a little bit more momentum early on, um, you know, with a more familiar offense. But, uh, you know, KJ wasn't a good fit for the change. And, you know, I, I kind of felt like a little bit, you know, his body language and, you know, just how he was kind of carrying himself a little bit. And some of the things, you know, we saw on the field just kind of made me think, you know, and I'll remember KJ fondly, but I think that it was just kind of time to move on. And, you know, same with Rocket. Rocket carries a big price tag too. And, um, you know, there were – he didn't play very much last year. He certainly didn't, you know, and injuries are, are part of the game, you know, and I'm not saying that he could have played when – 
you know, he didn't sometimes because I don't know the whole story. But to me, it's time to shuffle the deck, get some new blood in there. Um, you know, you got a new offensive coordinator and, you know, kind of don't go down with the same things that you've been doing uh, that got you in trouble this past year. That's my opinion. Uh, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. This from the 501, I believe. Breaking four-star wide receiver Norrell White has decommitted from Ole Miss. Okay. I guess it probably just hadn't been updated on his profile yet. Uh, let's see. Uh, Snowman wants to know. Proud alumni, Snowman. Please ask Trey if he thinks we have the right personnel coaches to play in the transfer portal like Ole Miss must seems to have that figured out. If they have the right coaches that know how to work it, is that what yeah. you mean? Yes. But now they're not involved in that, are they? The coaches? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not fully understanding the question. Well, no, does, I mean, he's asking, does Arkansas have the personnel coaches to play in the transfer portal? Or, I mean, the uh, NIL transfer portal combination. I'm more confused now. Okay. Never <laughs> Maybe mind. we need to start over. Never mind. Maybe we start over and rephrase. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll ask this one instead. Brenda wants. Rick, did you understand? Did you understand what he's asking? Well, not quite, but it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll have to find. I was asking something about Arkansas coaches being. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll have to find it again. Find it again. Yeah. Because I have a lot of I'm trying to catch up on. Oh, there it is. Snowman. Okay, he says, ask Trey if he thinks we have the right personnel coaches to play in the transfer mm. portal like Ole Miss. Must seems to have that figured out. Okay, so in other words, the Arkansas football coaches, astute enough in the NIL, working mm -hmm. with their cooperative to lay out what's necessary to get good players here. I think that's what he's asking. Well, I think they've done it in the past. I mean, Drew Sanders didn't just fall in here. Um, you know, the players that they've brought in so far, uh, I'm sure there's going to be, always be you know, issues here and there where you're just like, oh, man, like, why didn't they go after, you know, the UT Martin back earlier, why, you know, and maybe they had their reasons, maybe they had, you know, different players in mind, who knows, but um, no, it seems to me that they, you know, they're going after the right personnel, they're not always getting them, or they're not always getting them to visit, but uh, I, don't, I don't know that that's a problem per se. All right, Trey, this uh, from the Gulf Coast. I don't Coast. know. I, I want to say this, too. I don't know if I would compare say like they're on a par with, with what Musselman has done. I mean, Musselman is he, – he's been doing it for years. He was always on top of it. It doesn't seem like anything gets past him. And he's the master. That's pretty rare overall. He is the master of the transfer portal. Mark on the Gulf Coast says, Trey, what is the latest on Courtney Crutchfield? My understanding he will select tomorrow. Well, everybody seems to be saying Missouri. So that's what Danny thinks. That's what anybody who's commented on <laughs> thinks that he's going to Missouri. So that's what I'm expecting him to do. Um, 
I also thought Doriel Green Beckman was going to Arkansas um, up until he put on the Missouri hat, or well, a little bit before that when I'd heard. But uh, so maybe maybe he's throwing everybody a curveball. But I'm thinking Missouri. All right, Brenda says I have a silly question. It's probably been asked and asked and answered before. Why does KJ want to leave? Well, that's too silly for me to answer. <laughs> you know, I, I think it's probably in a way – here's what I know about KJ. He wanted to go pro after this year. This was his last ride. You look at his message last year that he put out, um, you know, come back to Fayetteville for one more year, do it one more time. That was the language. And, you know – I don't think that Arkansas was willing to pay the same price tag for KJ. I think they also was a desire to shovel things around, as I've said. And so that's ultimately what it is. He's got an opportunity to go make some money and probably needs to take advantage of that. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That's Trey Media of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai.